it used to be the the ritual of ending the season having a maybe a little pizza or whatever was the reward for completing the season and being part of a team we have made that ritual now into a materialistic thing and so more and more kids or adults are expecting that Welcome to the Future Ready Podcast. My name is Kevin Brookhauser. I'm a teacher at York School in Monterey, California. And uh, this is a podcast that's designed to help people think about how to prepare ourselves and our students for the future that we're going to inherit. Uh, uh, we've got some great guests today. Uh, first, Laura Bradley, uh, a, a colleague of mine. We, Laura and I go back, uh, I don't know, it must be like six, seven years now. Uh, Laura's a uh, design lab, broadcast media, and English teacher. Um, and, uh, and she brought her husband, Doug Bradley, who's also a middle school teacher of science, math, PE, and he's also a coach. Uh, a coach of ed- every age group and every possible sport except for football. And then also in uh, with us is Grace Q. Grace, you might remember from uh, one of the first podcasts. Grace is a former student of mine and a second-year student at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Obispo. And uh, she's the production manager of our TEDx event, also a professional photographer, She's photographed my children before. She comes highly recommended. Um, Laura, Doug, Grace, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. So I'm glad you're here, and uh, I'll tell you why, how we all got together. Uh, Last Saturday, or no, last Sunday, I took a group of my students to the tech museum to compete in the Dell Tech Challenge. It's uh, it's an engineering challenge. We were asked to, uh, the, the challenge was to create an object that could drop 10 feet from, from uh, the sky and deploy a payload of one penny uh, horizontally and up a ramp nine and a half additional feet. Uh, we don't need to get in much more detail of that, but you could look it up if you wanted to. It was actually, it turned out to be a really difficult challenge. And I was really proud of this, the work that my students did. Uh, we tested our device multiple times and had a lot of successful tests. Uh, it turned out that when we actually competed on Sunday, our box inexplicably, inexplicably just exploded. And, and uh, the... We did not win the Dell Tech Challenge, to say the least. Uh, but the, I was really proud of how after the first test, they scrambled to stay in it and uh, tr- attempt to put the, the box together and, and compete for the second round, uh, which they did. Anyway, at, at the end, they got a participation award. They got this medal on a ribbon, and uh, and it made me think about participation awards. I, I had kind of internally derided the notion of participation awards for a long time. And, you know, it seems like everyone I've ever talked to uh, thinks that participation awards are really a terrible thing. And yet we do seem to continue to hand them out if, if that is, does qualify as a 
participation award. I'm not exactly sure what uh, what the exact de- definition of a participation award is. But anyway, I was trying to process this and I felt really proud of my students and I felt proud that my students had um, gone, you know, participated in this activity and, and therefore I didn't like out of any sort of uh, righteousness, like say, no, we're not going to accept this participation award, even though I had kind of derided participation award. So anyway, I posted it on Facebook Live and uh, some people, including Laura and Grace, chimed in on uh, the thoughts of participation awards. And uh, I guess I'll just start by opening it up. Like, where, where do you all stand? Laura, I, I think that uh, you have some objections to participation <laughs> awards. Is that is that true? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think what I really noticed was one year when an eighth grade student of mine actually wrote about that experience. I certainly saw my own kids getting them through the years in sports, but an eighth grade student wrote about how embarrassing it was and how Mm. he felt it was lame because um, their team had done so poorly all year. And I think he admitted that he hadn't really worked that hard. And yet he knew that it was coming because he had been around long enough to know it was coming. And so he just felt it was embarrassing. Um, But thinking from the teacher's perspective of when we give feedback to students and grades and things like that, I think that it's damaging when we when we label with a grade or points or stars or something something that is not at that level and we say that it is for instance passing a student when they know they haven't done the work that i think that that is actually damaging and i think so you're talking about grade inflation exactly and i think that that award for simply showing up can over time be kind of a damaging thing yeah, I I kind of agree with that because, I mean, like, I'm, you know, I'm in college, I've been in college for a couple of years now, so I kind of, like, been through this whole recent thing of, like, oh, you know, you did this, like, good job, and it's like, I just showed up, you know, and and I think the interesting thing is that I was lucky to have gone to a place, like, for example, York, right, where, you know, my brother goes to the public school, and he's, like, doing super well in school but I feel like if I was doing the same thing as him like I probably wouldn't be doing as well in terms of letter grades or whatever in school but the thing that was the most valuable to me was that I did it but it's like I don't need a participation award to tell me that like my experience was valuable and then coming into college I was like participating in hackathons and stuff like that and like because I'm a designer and it's just really cool to like apply those skills and for me, that participation award or whatever, like, the thing I take away from the event is the fact that I went and I put in my effort, but I don't need to have this certificate to tell me that or this medal to tell me that because I know that the experience itself was valuable. But then, like, I did a startup weekend challenge thing and we didn't win, but it was like that whole event in itself was just so worthwhile. And then entering in this hackathon, like, I want to say it was like two weeks ago or something like that we got second place and like that just made the whole experience feel that much more rewarding versus oh well everyone's a winner here it's like I think if you if you tell that to people in their earlier years then they're going to go into the real world and then they're not going to be a winner and then it's just going to be a super sad experience for them and so it can be like very damaging I think like at a young age it's 
okay. You can just tell kids like, oh, hey, good job, as long as you put in the effort. But the whole concept of like actually receiving a physical representation of their participation, that's just kind of like, eh, to me, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And uh, and I, I got to tell you, my... my my perspective, I'm coming from someone, I'm, I wrote a book that completely dismisses the value of extrinsic motivators. The, the like whole point of the 20 time project is that these sorts of extrinsic motivators really don't seem to motivate people to do the kinds of work that we really want out of us or we want out of our students. Um, but let me, let me lay a bit of a case for uh, why I am not sure about the participation award thing. Um, I am the very proud owner of two participation awards. Uh, in 2008 and 2009, I finished the Big Sur Marathon. And as far as marathons go, uh, this is this marathon is one of the most difficult. It's usually windy and there's tons of hills and... Um, and I, um, I most definitely did not come in first, second, third, or 100th place. I, I was the one who made, I was the one who made the first half of the, the, the winners, I, you know, possible. I, I didn't, I did not like win any medal. And yet when I crossed that finish line, uh, several hours after I started, uh, I was given a medal and it you know, is effectively, I think, a participation medal. Uh, it, it, it wasn't just a showing up medal. It was a showing up and finishing medal, which I think that there might be a difference there. Although I do believe in the power of showing up. You know what Woody Allen says, 85% uh, uh, of success is showing up. And so I think that there, I think that we ought to, on some level, honor showing up. But so I think that if a participation medal is intended to either soften the blow of failure, then we shouldn't give participation medals. And if we give participation medals instead of recognizing true success, like instead of awarding the winner of the first, second, and third place, uh, finisher of a marathon, then I don't think that we should give out participation awards. But I, I, I think that there may be room for both. As in the Tech Challenge, there were definitely winners, people who won awards for creating a project that was highly successful, unlike ours. Um, they won awards, but everyone walked away for competing. Um, my favorite movie of all time is Rocky. And uh, I, I'm sure I'm not spoiling it to you, uh, Laura or Greg, but I may be spoiling it for you, Grace. Rocky does not win at the end of that movie. Um, Apollo Creed beats him. Don't but want Rocky no rematch. Says the, what's that? Don't want no rematch. Yeah, right, right, right. What, what Rocky, Rocky says at the end is, I went the, I went the distance. I'm not just another bum on the street. I went the distance. And... I think, I think that there's value in a symbol that recognizes some people for going the distance or for even showing up to do something. Uh, 
the way my students decided to dedicate their Sunday morning at 6 a.m. To, to, to head up to San Jose to work on their project and to get grilled by a bunch of engineers to defend their project and, and, and do that. And finally, I'll just cite the, the Teddy Roosevelt quote, the, <laughs> the, uh, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is, face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds. Um, it, I, I think that there's some value in a ritual that recognizes that. And that's where I, 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 I that's where I'm, I'm kind of conflicted about the whole thing. So my question for you about the marathon is was crossing the finish line, did that give you that, like, was that a participation award that you crossed the Mm. finish line and is that enough and a picture, I don't know, at the finish line, I don't know. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, did I really need the medal? Did I need that? token no in fact i don't it's it's in a box somewhere right it's not like i have it framed in my living room or anything but uh no i didn't need it the 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 fact that i had done it and the that i had internalized it itself was was the value itself but um you know i believe in the i believe that there is some value in the ritual Mm -hmm. and the symbol of saying Hey, you did something that other people didn't do. So I'm I'm wondering about the and I don't know I don't know how you separate out the that there's value in it when it's a huge accomplishment. Like just doing it is an accomplishment even if you get 120th place whereas yeah. going to play soccer every week with other seven-year-olds is fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be intrinsically motivating. And do we sort of tarnish that by acting as though there's a medal behind it? I don't know. Doug needs to jump in. <laughs> yeah. D- D- Doug, so yeah, what what do these participation awards for soccer look like? What do they say on it? And is there any context provided when those are handed out? What I've seen, I, I haven't done soccer in a while, but I did yeah. youth soccer for a few years when my son was of a youth age, and uh, there was no context. It was end of the year that they had given the coach a, a box full of these medals with ribbons <laughs> on them, and you had a little pizza party, and you gave every kid a medal. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was up to the coach, and, and you know when you're talking eight, nine, ten-year-olds, you're not going to say... Guys had a lousy season, but here's a medal. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and I think there was another sport. I don't think it was the youth soccer, but I think not only did they get medals, they actually got little trophies. Mm. Every every kid got a trophy, and that you know, basically for participating. So, and so, are you are you with with Laura that uh, that is um, problematic? I did not like those. Now, yeah. in, in, in thinking about the, what your kids just did, 
I, I find that to be similar to the marathon. In fact, before you stole my thunder, I was going to go back to 1980 when I ran a marathon. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get a medal, but I did get a T-shirt that said finisher on it. Yeah, right. Right. And so, uh, but I see, I think the, there's a big difference between showing up to the local soccer field and running around every Saturday and getting a trophy for that as opposed to putting the time in to train for a marathon or like your students did to, to generate this, this uh, device that, that had a goal in mind of, of knocking that penny up the ramp um, and getting, a, getting something for that. That's a, I, there's a difference there. Yeah. I feel like the distance or the, the difference kind of lies in like, what do we socially feel is like normal and what's, you know, more abnormal, mm. like run, running a marathon, mm. like you tell that to no one. Well, most people aren't going to be like, oh, easy, you know, like, or even <laughs> a half marathon. Right. But I feel like, you know, for example, I did karate growing up. And we w- we had this tournament, and we had these giant trophies. They were like three feet tall or something like that. And they had first, second, and third place, which were a little bit taller. And everybody else, including myself, who I swear was second to last place, got one of those. And it's like, I was older at that point, and a lot of the little kids, they're maybe like six, seven, eight, or something like that. They're like, oh my gosh, wow, like, look, mom, I got this trophy. And I'm just standing there like... I mean, I just showed up because I had to, and, like, it's not that <laughs> extraordinary. And and it was very much a participation trophy, but even though they didn't label it that way. But it's just so that right. those kids don't feel like a loser. And I feel like that concept in itself is very, like, I feel like it's pretty prevalent because the stigma surrounding failure is just like, oh, if you fail, then you're nothing. Like, you're not going to go anywhere. But, like, failure is the biggest teacher. So, I don't know. Like, if I fail, then I'm like, this is great because I know how I can move forward from it or something like that. But I think, yeah, like, showing up to soccer practice every week because your mom makes you or something like that. Like, Mm -hmm. do you even need a participation trophy, you know, for that? And I feel like the whole concept around it is kind of just based on what do we as people feel is deserving of that because I think a marathon is like huge you know if you cross that finish line then that's amazing but if they start having participation medals for a 3k or something or a 5k (laughs) or whatever maybe not so it's much. Interesting. I don't know. It's, yes, it's like a gray area for sure. Because yeah, for some so it's people, a it's it a spectrum, right? So there's there's a spectrum of the type of accomplishment it is, and maybe the more extraordinary that accomplishment is, the more likely we might agree that some sort of formal uh, physical symbol is worthwhile. Uh, so there's the the activity, and then there's also the, the like the medium of the device. It, it's interesting that a trophy that we think a trophy is different than a than a t-shirt, and that a trophy is different than a medal on a ribbon. Um, and I think that they're different too. I just I, I'm I'm curious about why I think they're different. And uh, I mean, like uh, if you win the World Cup or whatever, you get this huge thing, 
And <laughs> I think that's why we associate it with something that's so much more because I could get a participation pin and then other, like another event might have participation medals and you're going to be like, oh, but the medals, it's, it's more cool, you know, like. Right. You can wear it. <laughs> yeah. L- Laura, or, you. Or whatever it is. Laura, your students do something extraordinary every November, Correct. right? Yes. Yes. Uh, what, what's, so the, your students, you, you have your students participate in NaNoWriMo, the, yes. they write a novel all of your students pretty much write a novel. I, I, I guess some of them probably don't, but don't finish. But maybe they all do. Well, but what do you do? Uh, what do you do with them to celebrate or to honor that that true accomplishment? Right. So we do have a bit of a celebration when November ends because it is. We talk. We actually talk about it like a marathon because so yeah. many traditional school assignments are short pieces that are done rather quickly. And so in August we say, we're gonna start working on something and you aren't gonna finish until the end of November. And so we do celebrate, we bring in junk food and the NaNoWriMo site actually has um, winner's certificates and to win NaNoWriMo just means that you get to your goal. And so again, it's like crossing the finish line. They win simply by completing. Um, But I don't print them all out for them because that's a lot of, paper and ink and all of that mm-hmm. the kids don't ask for them you know so they don't so care. we don't so there isn't a but the site does use that language the site has winner with a little trophy icon and all of that so it is kind of a it's a recognition of a, a big accomplishment i think so if you meet a word count you become a winner yes you set your goal your word goal at the start and if you get to that goal yeah. it tracks it on the site for you and so it says winner and there's a little video and um, a big celebration of of winning in that sense so everyone can win it's not as though there's a first second third right but as but you have to finish you have to get to your goal we always say the novel's not done because my word count was like right in the middle of a sentence but yeah uh, i set that target and i get to your goal right yeah right yeah yeah well and I I like that. I I believe in finishing. I believe you know. I I'm a big proponent of the done is better than perfect model, yeah, and yeah, that very sure. few people actually get things done. Right. And uh, and and even if it's not perfect or you didn't come in first place, I think that there's just merit in that. And um, I wonder. So, so isn't high school graduation the diplomas we hand out to those students? Isn't isn't that a participation award? I would hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I I feel like it's different because you put yourself through this long journey of education for four years, but I always felt that middle school graduation and elementary school graduation, <laughs> that I'm like, uh, you had to do it, <laughs> you know? I feel like I don't know where the whole high school graduation thing originated but i do think it's really cool because like years ago a lot of people would graduate high school and go straight to the workforce and that was like the end of their education like their academic education and nowadays i feel like for more people it's undergrad and so it's more of a you know there's tons of people graduating from cal poly and it's a huge deal because they're like the first people in their family to graduate from college most of them either only graduated high school or like they dropped out or something like that. Right. And so I feel like 
maybe it's just kept around because it is a tradition, but I do feel like it is an accomplishment. But it's interesting that, like, if you do something wrong for whatever reason, you still get your diploma, but you just can't walk or, I don't know, just this whole... But, I mean, the thing is, like, most young kids play soccer. Today, I mean, I don't know, most... Most students get their high school diploma eventually, right? Right, eventually, and, yeah. And getting that diploma, it's not extraordinary, although I'm sure it's extraordinary on it for the individuals who participate, you know, for many for on an individual level to to go through it. It's it's a long process and um I don't know, I just I I I want to defend ritual and I also want to defend symbols. And uh, I don't think we have as many rituals as we used to. And as like myself, I'm I'm kind of a sec- secular person, so I, I I'm robbed of more rituals than other people might have. Well, not robbed, but I choose not to participate in some of those those rituals. But but um, I think that they there's some meaning behind ritual and uh like coming of age ritual like a, a, a graduation is a coming of age you're you're an adult now i just want i want my students and i want young people around to know to know that going putting yourself on the line and doing something that's hard and sticking with it even if you don't succeed and finishing it you know, maybe just finishing it and the act of doing it itself is enough. But I want those individuals to know that I honor that so much that I feel like I want to hand something over and say this, this is, and and I would, I want to provide that context. I'd want to say, this is because you stuck with it. It's not just like, this is what we hand out when we have a pizza party. But that uh, that this is meaningful to me, and I want it to be meaningful to you as well. So, a couple of things. I think we have more rituals than we ever did before, or they're they've changed and they've become more elaborate. So, when I finished elementary school, I think the ritual was, we have an ice cream cup for you. On right, the right. Last day of me school. too. Me too. Have a great summer. And I did not have a middle school graduation promotion. Um, and I think when I didn't do youth sports, but I think that they ended with, here's an ice cream cup and the season is over and I don't think there were awards. So I think that this is sort of, I'm going to connect this to another idea that the, the participation awards, the rituals have become more uh, materialistic. And that it used to be the the ritual of ending the season, having a maybe a little pizza or whatever was the reward for completing the season and being part of a team. Um, And that we have made that ritual now into a materialistic thing. And so more and more kids or adults are expecting that. But I also want to link it to something that's kind of unrelated, and that's the worthless crap that is filling the bedrooms of our children. (laughs) It's just awful. There is so much, and toys are so cheap, and so there's just, everybody has all this stuff. And then, I mean, my son has just shelves of these little trophies. So they got the little trophies for 
playing. So then when he was really little, seven or eight years old, they went on to City Cup and they won. I didn't even know what City Cup was. The trophy is huge. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. And Doug has one because he was the coach. And it's just kind of embarrassing. So yeah, I just think yeah. there's just so much meaningless crap that that's not, in my mind, that's not positive ritual. That we can do ritual right. in so many ways that it doesn't have to be painted plastic stuff. I think too, Kevin. Yeah. You said something about um, wanting to honor the, their their effort and their work, and I, I think that if if you were doing something like that, that the kid that just walked in, sat down, did nothing for whatever period of time it was, you you wouldn't want to give him that award. You wouldn't want to give that's him true. the recognition because he didn't do anything. That's right. Yeah, and and that's what a lot of the participation awards are like. It's just they really didn't do anything. They're, they just showed right, up. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think like when I think about this kind of thing, I'm like, what's the intentionality behind it? Because for you, Kevin, for example, you're like, oh, you know, my students, they did, they put in all this good work and stuff. Like, I want to extend this like award or whatever recognition to them, like because you care and that's what you want to do but you're not like oh well uh you know just trying to like boost their ego and i feel like the whole materialistic things or any of that like even just giving someone a trophy versus like a paper certificate or something why is it that the kid feels so much more special because they got a trophy because it's like the thing that they get to hold and it's shiny and it's cool and stuff like that and i think when we're talking about rituals like i just took family psych and she was telling us that rituals are really important, but now it's just so different because it's like, are you working, like, are you going through life and going through these rituals to like really grow yourself or are you doing it to get this thing that you can hold in your hand? And like, yeah. I, I think rituals are important. Coming of age, I feel like we don't have that anymore, like a specific coming of age ceremony, but instead it's kind of like, oh, you get your driver's license or you know, you graduate high school or something like that. And that's cool. But it's, I feel like it's definitely lost some of that, like, mean, not really meaning, but I guess like the intentionality of it. And I think that's just kind of part of like, when you go to America, right? Because like, my parents are immigrants, you go to America, then you have like all these different cultures. And so it's like all blended. And so sometimes you lose it and whatnot and so it's just like a lot different but a lot you look at a lot of like indigenous populations and stuff like that they're all about the whole ritual thing you know it's like everything has meaning to it and I think going through the journey is what she described it to me as like the journey of the ritual is the really it's the part that's impactful not the thing you get at the end and so that's why I think the word participation award most people associate it with good job for showing up. Here's this thing that's going right. to sit at the bottom of your stuff, even though you don't realize it now versus like, I really want to recognize you for doing this work. There's like, yeah. there's a difference in that. So I think that's why it's such a gray area because I think over time it's had this more negative air surrounding it just because that's kind of what it's become in a lot of things. Not saying that it's the case for all things, but you know, for a lot of things, like we can't really deny that it is pretty real. <laughs> I so I I think the scale of the activity matters. Uh, if if it's a if it's a major 
accomplishment. I mean, it might just be something uh, that, you know, if, if, if your parents, Grace, if your parents were given some sort of symbol for coming to America, how cool would it be if you had that physical object that you could um, hand to your kids someday and say, this is that symbol that represents this major thing that this major challenge that that my parents went through it nobody cares about the like intrinsic value of that thing but i but as a you know as a as a i i think that there's value in in some of these physical objects and in, in the in what the, what the meaning behind them i think it's just uh, hard because growing up you would walk into someone's room and sometimes the kid would be like wow, look at all the trophies I have. Yeah, and then right, it makes, right. and then from a kid to a kid, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't have that many trophies. Like, what am I doing? You know? And, and the only difference is that they're doing more activities than you. And I think talking about the whole, like, you know, if my parents came to over to America and they had something to pass it on, I think it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that because the whole concept associated with, with that is like, because they came here, I'm able to like get an amazing education and be where I am now. And that in itself is already enough to, to represent like the fact that they sacrificed a lot for coming over. And then I can pass on those like, I don't want to say privilege, but it is, you know, like you have a lot of privilege living in America because we just have more opportunity here. Being able to pass that on to my kids, like, and telling the story, I think that's important instead of, oh, look at this thing that they got and and I feel like the symbolism is important if, if, they are, if there was a physical object, but that doesn't exist now, you know? I'm not, I'm not going to be like, here's their citizenship paper or <laughs> something, right. you know? Right, right, right. right. I, I don't know what that, maybe, maybe that's the wrong analogy, but I mean, you can think of a wedding ring or, you know, there's all kinds of physical objects. That, but, but I will say, Laura, like, you are so right about, the crap that we accumulate. I mean, I've got, you, you know, I've got two young boys. It's just like, it never ends. I've had to issue a rule to our friends and family. Like you, you cannot give us stuff. We just, we don't, if, if you want to give a gift to my kids, like give them an experience. So that's way more valuable, you know, and, uh, and, and take them away and go take them out for ice cream. That's, that's more important than, you know, getting another piece of plastic, which, you know, what, Probably a lot of these participation awards is just cheap junk that you buy at a trophy store. Exactly. And it's like, does it have that symbolism or intentionality? Because it doesn't really matter what you give them, whether it's like a physical object or an experience or whatever, but it's like, why are you giving it and why are you doing it is the thing yeah. that really matters. And like, and, and being able to communicate to the person on the receiving end of it, do they know why you're doing it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, we also haven't talked about the actual research behind, and this is more around like rewards for classroom behavior kind of thing, but that issue of, between intrinsic and extrinsic motivation and that um, what research seems to say is that if something is intrinsically motivating, like most sports, kids are intrinsically motivated to participate, if they mm -hmm. are given prizes it actually decreases their motivation 
It undermines motive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, oh, wait, wait, you gave me something? Oh, then it must not be a desirable thing to do. And it actually happens with reading. It actually decreases the motivation to read if kids are rewarded for reading. So it, it makes it transactional rather than simply joyful. Right, right. So, and I think especially when they're very young, what a lot of what I was reading today trying to prepare, people said, well, is it really damaging for the little kids? And I think actually it could be more damaging for them because they don't mm. expect it. They're having a great time or maybe they're not. But then we say, here's a prize. Oh, I, I didn't realize that I needed to be rewarded for doing this. So it, there are it's those just deeper like... psychological things. It's like household chores. If we very directly attach a household chore to an allowance, then they're not doing it because they're a part of contributing to a family. They're doing it to get the money, and there's not that yeah, there's not that intrinsic yeah, motivation. I mean, it's just it. low key bribery at that point, you know. Like, cause, <laughs> right. cause growing up, I was the person who, in my house, my brother and I, like, we would do the chores because this is what you do as you're part of the family. Like, you know, the parents provide everything, and then this, that's like the the least you can do, right? And then all of my friends, they were given these allowances, like, oh, I get this much for for doing this, or I get a uh, X number of dollars for getting a good grade. And I'm like, well, I just know I have to get good grades. Like, and, and that was a weird thing for me to think about. And so it's like interesting because I used to love to read so much. And then all of a sudden when it became this whole thing where it's like, oh, the more you read, the more you're going to get. And I'm like, well, now it just like feels like, like I, like an assignment or not saying that assignments Mm. are bad, but like, it's like, I'm not doing it out of my own free will anymore. There's like something at the end of it. It and takes like, some of the joy out of it, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. So let let me um, I I I want to catch the your we'll wrap this up, but I really want to hear your opinion on the trend we're we're experiencing in education of moving towards like a badge based system rather than a grade based system. So what do you, what do you think? How do how do badges come into this conversation? And and if you're not familiar. Uh, of that is that there's there's a trend that instead of issuing grades that we, you know, establish a, a, a set of skills that we want our, our students to have. And if they achieve those skills based on certain criteria, then they can earn a badge. And sometimes that's a digital badge. Sometimes it's a physical badge. And, you know, I, I think a lot of a lot of us teachers, including myself, kind of excited about this trend, although I'm I'm cautious about it because of what we've been talking about. That my first reaction to badging and gamifying was the very same thing. I thought that sounds like the whole rewards for reading. That doesn't make any sense. And and I and I just ignored it for a long time because I didn't think it fit in with my curriculum anyway. Um, because I was assuming it was something like uh, like you know how you can't have the kid write a paper and then boom know that it's a certain level it's not as simple as right or wrong and so with writing Mm -hmm. it didn't seem to fit in just had a conversation with somebody on the way to Q who talked about it like you're saying that it's more about mastery like they master something and this shows that they have mastered it and I thought oh well that's I hadn't really thought about it that way but I still don't like it (laughs) I (laughs) I mean it sounds like it's like a grade it's either a badge or it's a grade or it's a star, or it's a certificate. It right. all sounds like a, a, a basically a 
a reward. I mean, it's a, a label for where they are. Although I guess they don't get levels of badges. You either get the badge or you don't. It's kind of like pass or no pass, I guess. Yeah, but then like would this badge system carry on to the whole education system we have in place now? Because, you know, at least for going into state state schools, they only care about the numbers. And so now are they going to be like, how many badges do you have? (laughs) Or like, but then I think it's kind of, I, I think it's kind of related to like on my resume, there's the place where you put all your skills. And I think those are my badges. I'm like, I feel like I've earned my badges in Illustrator, InDesign, whatever. But I mean, I don't really like phrase it that way, I guess. But those are things but, that but I... But think of them not as badges. Think of them as certificates. Like you can get certified by Adobe for having a certain level of proficiency in... Or at least I assume you can. I know in, mo- in most other uh, software applications, you can earn a certificate saying, hey, I've gone through this training. I've proven that I have these skills. And it's... It's like, um, and, and uh, the higher education is going in this direction as well, where you can earn these kind of micro-credentials. I mean, at that point, like, if, for example, I feel like I'm skilled in a certain program, but then now I'm just like, I suck at testing or something, and I don't get that badge, how am I ever going <laughs> to prove that I actually do know how to use this program or something, good right? And that's point. why it's yeah. just so complicated because I know I really struggled in high school because testing just wasn't my thing. This is like still an ongoing struggle for me, but it's like, I know how to do the things. I just like can't write it on paper. And that's obviously like a balance that both educators and the whole like administrative side of education, like definitely have to balance. And obviously you can't please everyone or like, it's very hard to, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, everything is such a gray area because everyone is so different in the way that they do things. Awesome. Uh, well, I wanna thank you guys for taking the time to share your perspective. I, I really sincerely wanted to get a fuller opinion on this and I feel like I got it because of uh, our conversation today. Any any final thoughts? I think you probably no? should tackle homework next and then letter <laughs> grades and then <laughs> Yeah. I know. Zero I know we need to and... do that. Yeah, I mean, well, I, 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 I'd love to talk about it right now, but, but yeah, let's, let's wrap it up and maybe we'll, we'll tackle those next. Um, I do want to just, just reiterate that maybe uh, the solution to, uh, I, I just want to honor those who do go through the effort and try to complete a task and do something hard, like write a novel or give a TED speech or compete in an engineering channel, uh, a challenge or run 26 miles or go nine rounds against Apollo Creed. I think all of those are pretty amazing accomplishments. And uh, whether we hand a physical object that's nice and small or, uh, or, or just let that thing stand on its own, great. I think we can all agree that uh, we don't want any more crap plastic handed out. True. <laughs> great. Hey, thanks again. And uh, Laura, if people want to learn about what, what, what you're doing over in your classroom, what's a good way for, for people who are listening to me to learn more about what you do? 
uh, lauraBradley.me. So, Great. and I'm also on Twitter at lambradley, and so there's a whole lot of resources accessing me that way. Uh, highly recommend those that feed. Uh, Laura is just a, a master teacher and accomplishing ma- amazing things with her students. So Doug is uh, too. Hit, hit he just doesn't do it online. <laughs> What's <laughs> okay? And Doug is just just uh, thank you, Doug, for for joining. Yeah. And uh, thank you for for your presence, even if it's not online. And. Uh, Grace, uh, how do people find you? Um, just look up my name, Grace Q, K-H-I-V-U. Are you the only, <laughs> you're um, the only Grace Q around, aren't you? Yeah, it's pretty, uh, I don't know, it's pretty cool. I do photography. <laughs> I, I try to blog on my Instagram. You can definitely find that anywhere. I used to make YouTube videos, but mostly I'm just focusing on being a student, so... <laughs> I like yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because you really want that diploma. That's yeah, right. you know, to that's my that only purpose here is to just get that piece of paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Grace. Right, uh, and uh, if you want to find me, I'm uh, at Brookhauser on most of the things. You can look me up. I'm the only Kevin Brookhauser out there. And uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. You know, I'd love for you to do all those things. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, um, and uh, share with your friends. Thanks. <laughs>